Well, friends and neighbors, welcome to this wonderful, another special edition, because in my mind, they're all special. Why? Because I'm special, because Jim's special, and because you're special. On the other line, my co-host in arms, I don't know what that means, but it works for me. It's Jim, this Cumberbund's on Backwards Nelson. How are you doing today, Jim? You never know what he's going to say or do after that. <laughs> yeah. So... Do you need to take some aspirin or some an EpiPen I'm, I'm, or something? <laughs> Maybe not an EpiPen. Okay, no, that sounds about right. Okay, <laughs> boy, it's not. It's not just that the cummerbund is on backwards, right? It's that it's around my neck. Oh well, that's what you get from buying from the piece, uh, the priest flea market there. So, yes, exactly. Anyway, so um, let's see. Let's get down to the regular business at hand, Jim. Hey, SudsySoapery.com is our one and only sponsor. They've got great products, as you're about to hear from another soon-to-be user, I hope. Uh, I hope this will convince him to take a few more showers. Just kidding. Um, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, once you hear about this, don't forget that the discount code, if you buy anything from uh, SudsySoapery.com, and I know you will because they're just such great products, is this the discount code is Jason Jim? You received your package today, and you have not opened I sh- it. I sure did. Okay, be- there he it's is, right folks. There. He's ruffling the papers. <laughs> there is no teleprompter. That's real paper. <laughs> That's real paper. Yeah, absolutely. So, go ahead and what? What's your okay? You, what you do, Jim? Is you open it up? Have you got the bar of soap that's wrapped in the brown paper? Have you I've got it? Got- far- have you got the package opened already? No. Okay. No, no, no. I was waiting. For, I was waiting for my go signal. You, you, you go. You're good to go. Nope. There he is. Like a kid oh. at Christmas, folks. Wow. It's not a BB gun. <laughs> it's Ooh. not the Red Rider. It's Jim Nelson and his Sudsy Soapery package. His first one. You'll yes. wash your eyes out, kid. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It just uh, seemed appropriate. Okay. okay. So you- it looks. It looks like we got two. We got two two bars of soap that I haven't opened yet. Right. There's a tin. I'm looking at a tin. Oh, they here. threw in something special in the tin. I'm betting it's either deodorant or shaving cream. Let's see what we got. We've got triple butter, super hundred percent all natural super cream, triple butter, shave soap, citrus, and bay. Oh, so it's a shaving cream, right? Yes. Awesome. What I'm now, trying. open the tin. Tell me, what, what's it smell like? Is it alluring? I am, I am working on it. Okay, he's I'm softening up his nostril hairs so he can get a good whiff of this stuff. Ooh, that is... That is interesting. And, well, and, and, not, and not in that faint praise kind of way. That's I'm digging that. <laughs> You're digging I'm liking it. that a lot. I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out exactly what I'm... I know what it reminds me of just a little bit. Just What's a little that? bit. It reminds me of those those potpourri that we would make as kids, where we take clove seeds and and push them into an orange. Oh yeah, I've forgotten all about that. It, it's, at it's first, just a li- at first I was thinking an- you had a weird childhood, and then I remembered I did too. <laughs> but not in a way that is like overpowering, like right. those were. This is this is. It, it, it hints, I, it I hints love, at you. I love the sniffing sounds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Moving right along to <laughs> right, yeah. I think that's going to be our next uh, our next headline there, Jim. So what's that? Uh, sniff, sniff, I love sniff. the sniffing sounds. Um, maybe not. I don't know. Okay, go ahead and All open right. up your second package. Okay. Now, when you open that one up, um, the first thing I want you to do is open it up from the inside. There should be two boxes checked: one on the right and one on the left. It's the one on the left I'm interested in. Okay. Um, I did notice the use of scripture on there, which I was yes, kind of digging. It was uh, James four eight. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look that up. This one is patchouli patchouli pep. Uh huh. I believe. Okay. Patchouli peppermint. Ooh. Is that what it is? Peppermint. Uh, that's got to be what it is. Okay. How how is the smell? Again, that's one of those. It's it's a you new. Know, they, they've, they, the thing is, is that they. Okay, what I'm already impressed with here is that they they've got some some smells that aren't like played out smells that you've smelled a thousand times and right. are tired of. That's a good it's, way to it's put not, it. It's not that at all. This is something when I say interesting, and and, and I'm not one to give praise lightly. Seriously. Right. No, I know but you're this not. This is. This is uh, I, I'm 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 seriously digging this. It looks like a, it looks kind of like a piece of fudge. <laughs> I know, and you you are tempted to like taste it, kind of. At yeah, least you, I was. Maybe I'm weird. I, I at least I was. But no, it is it is the peppermint and patchouli, and that is that is an interesting combination. It doesn't overpower you, but you're like no no no. That's a good smell. I want to smell like that. Right. So. <laughs> it makes you want to get in the shower and see what it does once it's you lather up with it. Did for me. So see, this is where I this is where I wish I had that sound that that that, that sound generator. Uh -huh. I'd like start start making shower noises and, and singing Rubber Ducky. You're the one. You're right. Uh, yeah, I played. <laughs> that's funny. I played that song for my son Seth a couple of weeks ago, and he didn't get it that it was one of the Muppets. And, you know, I played it a couple of times. He just looked at me like, Dad, you're weird. Who is this Ernie and why is he singing to a toy? And Rubber all I Ducky? said was, he's a Muppet. And his response was, oh, well, why didn't you say so? That explains everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, moving on oh. to your final package. Moving on to the final package. Yeah, good stuff. Sound like Robert Duvall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that. Robert, Robert Duvall in... Secondhand Lions. Classic movie. I thought it was going to be the next Wizard of Oz, but it wasn't. That was awesome. It was okay. a great movie. Anyway. And this one here is Tea Tree and Eucalyptus. Okay. This is the one you were kind of excited about last week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Is it working for I you? Can, I That's that's the stuff right there. I I Okay, for anybody who's not used Tea Tree... It's it's got its own unique smell, but mixed with the eucalyptus, they really work well together. Uh, tea tree is good stuff. You just it is you sm it's it's a clean smell. Uh huh. Is the only way I can think to, but but tea tree is good stuff. It's like antiviral, antifungal, antibacterial. If you don't like it, it kills it. Okay. But cool. it's com but it's completely natural. Interesting. All right. So but it's um, got the eucalyptus happening there. I'm digging that. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. Who, 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 that that's that's from you or from Sudsy Soap? That is from I... me. 
That is Thank from me, much. and I will tell you, those those three products that you got there, I don't mind telling you because I want the listeners to know, uh, I think I spent less, about tw- somewhere between 10 and $13. Well worth it. Well worth it. So it's it's not a lot. Um, like I said, Sudsy Soapery products, they make you feel like you've turned your bathroom into your own personal spa. After you use it, you feel like your skin has had a cup of coffee, so to speak. It's very rejuvenating, very refreshing. I personally am a big fan of that deodorant product that we we talked about last year, and I, I realized one of the reasons why I'm such a big fan of it, it has a scent to it, and this is going to sound weird and creepy, but it's not. It's very, <laughs> it reminds me of my grandfather. He kind of had that, I don't want to say old man deodorant smell, um, but it, it was a great smell. I loved being around my grandfather. I love the smell, and it might have been his clone or something that he was wearing, but that scent reminds me of my grandfather. And uh, it, it it sounds funny, but I do yeah. but I do know what you're talking about. Not not nursing home grandfather. I'm I'm talking no, I'm talking no, no, about no. Um, mid fifties. Well kept, still a man's man. That kind of grandfather. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, the most interesting grandfather in the world type grandfather. So, anyway. I, I only have I only have one more thing to say. Yeah, say it. Say it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Should have made that left toy at Albuquerque. <laughs> anyway. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like this show already. It's getting off on the right nostril. <laughs> okay. Oh, goodness. All right, back to a few other <laughs> items of business. We're going crazy already. We've we've never gotten started on a show where we had this much energy in the beginning, especially because you and I are recording this at like, well, almost midnight your time, 10 p.m. Right. mine. So anyway, um, don't forget to check out our website. All of our shows can be downloaded at our fantastic website um, or um, vintagebiscuits.com. I'm thinking about doing something different with that, Jim. Uh, maybe putting that to another related website. We'll see. Um, another thing is, you can now send us a text. I'm trying out this thing. If you want to send us a text, I would greatly appreciate it. Tell us what you think of the show. Offer suggestions. Our texting number is, and Jim doesn't even know about this, it's 803-615-4041. I'm trying to work some bugs out of it, like how to respond to a text. So if you would, if somebody would send me a text, that would be great. I would love that. Um, and we might, unless you say otherwise, read your text on the air next time. Uh, don't forget the contest. The contest is running out. We've only got, Jim, 16 more days. Today's December 15th at the time of recording, where people can enter the contest to win. Tell them what they'll win, Jim. You do remember. You've got a, you've got a Roku player for him, right? Yes. Yes, a Roku player. An Extreme Plus Roku player. Um, where you can download the... Um, Big Basin app, and you can also download the Leading Edge Radio Network app and play those. Plus, the the one that everybody seems to be the most excited about is the Omaha Steaks Hamburger Package. You can win that as well. So, And those are good stuff. Those are good stuff. Um, so, yeah, don't forget, you could just go to, it's real quick and easy, BigBasinContest.com. Also, don't forget that the Big Basin is constantly looking for additional content providers in the form of bloggers, podcasters, or just to submit a story. We had a story submitted uh, earlier this week, which we're, we're going to try to get into that, too. That was part of the Good Deed of the Week uh, segment of the show, which we'll get into later. Um, 
since we are broadcasting in Alamogordo, this is kind of crazy. I'm going I'm to give this Alamogordo crime alert, and then I'm going to comment on it. Bear with me, Jim. Are, are you seeing this in the promo section, the Alamogordo crime alert? I'm looking for it. I'm this, going blind. This happened in Las Cruces. Scroll down a little bit. Um, the Las Cruces Crime Stoppers is now offering a reward of up to $1,000. Now, keep that dollar amount in mind, because we're going to refer to that again. For information that helps identify a couple suspected of shoplifting, this says a large amount of denim from the Sears Department Store at the Mesilla Valley Mall, according to the Las Cruces Police Department. Before 6 p.m. last Sunday, police said a young man and a woman entered the department store, loaded, this says several pairs of Levi's. No, it wasn't several. I'll, I'll, we'll get to that. They loaded it into a large duffel bag and then left the store without paying for the merchandise. Okay, here's, here's where some dollar amounts and figures come in. The couple is suspected of stealing about 30 pairs of Levi jeans with an estimated value of $2,000. Now, I figured this out, Jim. That means the value of each pair of jeans is $67. Okay. Have you ever paid $67 for a pair of jeans? Never. Would you ever? No. Yeah, not unless your income was like quadrupled, right? And the cost of everything Um, went up? Yeah, then maybe. Yeah, if the cost of everything went up and it was either that or go without, yeah. Yeah, I got two words. Thrift store... Um, Thank you. Yep, exactly. Hey, and I get a lot of my clothes at the thrift stores. Great place to buy Hawaiian shirts in New Mexico. I don't know why. It just is. (laughs) So we got a lot of beach, just no water here. So maybe that has something to do with it. I'm um, not laughing at you. I'm laughing at you. Sure, sure. I like Hawaiian shirts. I love them. I've been told them. by some people, just don't. And I'm like, why? They're awesome. Well, I don't know. the couple was last seen leaving the parking lot in a red Volkswagen Jetta. And I don't know why. I just find that hilarious. You're going to steal something of value and then drive away in a Volkswagen. Okay, it just strikes me. as Nothing wrong with Volkswagens. I've had several of them. And I thought they were funny, too. But anyway. Um, the Volkswagen police... Jettas are zippy. That's a decent, yeah. that's a decent yeah. getaway car. Um, they, the police have reason to believe that the couple may reside in Alamogordo or at least possibly frequent here. So my opinion is... The real crime, the real crime here is that they'd be selling jeans for $67. Just think about this. $1,000. With that amount of money, $1,000 reward, you can buy how many pair of jeans? 15. 15 of these same jeans. So, anyway, thought that was it. There's your Alamogordo crime alert. Jim, moving right along, do you have any shout-outs this week? Uh, surprise. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I, I do. I don't, I don't think I don't, I'm not sure if I've used this one before. I'll go ahead and give it uh, again. Everybody's worthy of a second shout out. Uh, Christy Ryle up in Saginaw. Yeah. Christy. She's a big fan of the show. She, Yay! I hope I'm not releasing too, too much info. No, I'm not going to say anything because, well, I have my reasons. <laughs> she's a great person. I was going to, um, I think she is one of many, many who happened to enter our contest. I'll say that. So good and a great American. I am looking. Yeah, um, I am really looking forward to that drawing to see who wins it. I really am. So cool. That will be fun. My brother wanted to enter it. and I told him, no, you can't do that. That, you know, if you won, people would look at me and go, yep. Yep. He's using that boxed gravy again. You know, um, <laughs> no, 
uh, which speaking of, we, you and I have some photos. You mind if I post those photos on our website, on our blog this week? No, by all means. Jim uh, and I, talk about- yeah, the, the biscuits and gravy photos. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, Jim and I have been doing this thing. He, he got one the other day where we're finding bis- not just, you know, biscuits and gravy products in the stores and taking selfies with them. So I think, Jim, you have one, right? And then yes. I have, I think, three. So we'll post those on the blog this week. Um, Actually, I've got two, but one of them is a repeat of yours. Oh, it is? oh okay. I, I actually right. found the, the, the freeze-dried biscuits and gravy at yeah, Walmart. Yeah, it's an MRE-type meal yes. um, made by, I think, Mountain Home. And it's like in a blue package. It doesn't look like your standard military MRE. It looks like... I don't know. It looks like something a toy would be packaged into, kind of. Right. Um, but, um, yeah, we got those and a, a, a can of sausage gravy. Um, there was another box of biscuits and gravy that I found at the local grocery store. A few other things, I think. But we'll post those. Anyway, um, I'm going to give a shout in chronological order this week. Um, Clara's sister, Courtney... Matter of fact, I'm going to do two shout-outs today. Clara, uh, Clara's sister, Courtney, and my little buddy, Daniel, who was, by the way, named after me and my son, Seth. Now, I say he's named after me. I think, you know, he it's kind of like Abraham Lincoln. Somebody asked him if the city of Lincoln, Nebraska, was named after him, and he said, well, it was named after me, if that's what you mean. Um, so, <laughs> um, And me and Seth uh, were named after uh, my uncle, uh, Danny, who, uh, unfortunately, I never got to meet. He passed away five years before I was born. No, uh, I've heard a lot about him and always respected him growing up. Uh, the memory of him, would have loved to have met him. So anyway, those are my shout-outs, Courtney and Daniel. I know they listen every, they try to listen every Saturday or late Sunday night. The family sits around the table and they they listen to the show, Jim. That, and, and it just makes my day. Last week... Um, my brother sent me a video of them listening to the show and Clara's response uh, when we gave the shout out to her. It just made my day. It tickled me. I sat there and watched it like four times, you know. It was like <laughs> it was much better than watching a cat video where the cat was pouncing on a some something, you know. You ever watch those stupid videos and you just watch them over and over and over and then you go, why am I watching this? <laughs> you ever get caught in that? Should I? Should I admit that at this point? I, I Maybe I shouldn't have. <laughs> I, that's what I'm thinking. I tell you what, I haven't had any caffeine today. I don't think. I've had a cup. Well, maybe I have. I'm drinking a Sprite Zero right now, so I think that's got caffeine in it. I am wound up. I am wound up. Do you realize we're almost 20 minutes into the show, and we haven't got anywhere where we normally are right now? That is crazy. That is crazy. Oh, uh, let's get into a few biscuits right now. You ready for some biscuits? Let's get some biscuits. All right. Brian Williams. You remember Brian Williams, the news reporter? He got angry because of uh, Trump. He said Trump was spreading fake news during his election campaign. Wow. That is so rich. If you remember, Brian Williams is the one that reported that he was under heavy fire while he was in a helicopter, and it turns out to be a complete lie, much like somebody else we know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he was fired for it. Absolutely fired for it. Couldn't believe it. 
he's angry at Trump for spreading fake news. That's hilarious. Yeah, and then Hillary, Hillary was like, yeah, there was. A oh thing yeah, where me Hillary too. was coming off of. A, yeah, that happened to me too. Right. Well, yeah. and then Obama, and then Obama claimed to be a Christian, so you know we all know that anyways. Yeah, I took the shot. Yeah, here's a story for you. A school pre- This is great. I love this. A school principal in Colleen, Texas, uh, was ordering a staffer uh, a couple of Wednesdays ago to remove a Charlie Brown Christmas poster that had on it a Bible passage that said, "For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord." That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. The poster said. Well, she ordered it to down. Well, uh, down. Well, the uh, Texas Attorney General sent her a letter, basically chastising her and ordering the school to reverse the decision, which I understand they did. His words were, uh, this is an attack on religious liberty and a violation of the First Amendment and state law, Attorney General Ken Paxton said. I'm calling on the school board of Killeen Independent School District to immediately reverse their unlawful decision. Hooray yes. for Texas. Yes. Yep. I'm loving it. You know what I'm noticing, Jim, right now, this time of year, especially considering who our uh, our president-elect is, and he said he's going to bring back Christmas. I am finding in the workplace and in stores more people openly saying Merry Christmas. Have you noticed that? You know what? I, I have. Uh, just, what was it? It's been within the past two days. Somebody said, somebody actually in the store said Merry Christmas to me, and and I was in a hurry. I almost wanted to say, you know, I said, and, and, and Merry Christmas to you. And, and I was about to say, and thank you for saying Christmas. But she was helping another customer, and I'm like, I had to be a bit strained. But no, I have noticed that, and it's it's phenomenal. I love it. Yeah. It's almost like it's almost like people are getting the whole nickel soda pop idea and, and just running with it. Wait, yeah, that was a shameless plug. Ha-ha, <laughs> I That's took okay. it for you. That's okay. Thank you. Tell them what you're referring to. <laughs> you're... Those that yes. don't know, because we don't we don't really plug that those, a lot on this show. No, the nickel soda pop is Jason's other show that he does by himself. It's not about the the price of soda pop. It's about the way things ought to be, and if you believe, they can be again. Yeah, absolutely. Believe in work too. There's a little work into it. I'll, I'll give you an example. Yes, yes. In every show, I, I usually bring out somewhere that I'm Jason Kurtman, the guy affectionately known across the globe, which is true because I'm in France and Europe. Uh, France is Europe, Australia, uh, <laughs> and across the United States. I'm known as the nickel soda pop man because I'm trying to bring back the nickel soda pop. It's not a beverage. It's a concept about the way of life we used to enjoy here in America where honesty and integrity were traits that were common. It was when children would sit at the table and eat with their parents it was when men worked a hard day, as, uh, day of work and came home and were greeted by a ki- uh, with a kiss from a loving wife who was ready to take his coat and slippers. Now, I'm not saying that it has to be that way again, but there are some things, some aspects of that nuclear family that existed between 1970, 1929 and what I say is 1979, it's a 50-year span, that there's no reason why we can't have it again. I'm not saying that we didn't have our problems back then. But wouldn't it be great to live in an age like that again? Absolutely. I I love it. I I think that's why I like old movies, which, by the way, I watched two this week. I'll tell you about them. One one was composed. Both of them are based on true stories. The first one had Dean Stockwell in it. He was extremely young. I didn't even recognize him. Dean Stockwell is the guy that played in Quantum Leap. Um, 
The movies was, and it also had Orson Welles in it. The movie was called Compulsion. It's based on the true story of the two young men who were so smart, very brilliant, had two of the highest IQs in the United States, and they thought that they could commit the perfect crime. And that was their goal, to commit the perfect crime and live the rest of their life with nobody ever finding out. And it was such a stupid mistake that got them caught. One of them dropped his eyeglasses, which they, they were specialty eyeglasses, and there were only three of them ever made, and the other two individuals are, had theirs in their possession. He was the only one that could not come up with his glasses. Ah. Great, great movie. Uh, it was called Compulsion. The other movie which I watched, which I enjoyed even more, was Call Northside 777 with none other than Jackie Gleason. Not Jackie Gleason. Boy, how did I go that far? Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> how do you get from Jackie Gleason to Jimmy Stewart? Other than uh, ha, 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 I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, I turned the moon, Alice. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> that was bad. I apologize for that, Lord. Yeah, yeah so uh, was mine. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, great movie. That one uh, was that one was about a uh, man. True story. I think it was nineteen thirty somewhere between nineteen thirty two and nineteen thirty six that killed. Uh, actually, he he was framed for killing a police officer. Um, the police officer stopped into a shop. Whether he knew it was a speakeasy or not, he didn't. You know, he was drinking a cup of coffee. Two guys came in and killed, shot and killed the police officer. Well, the woman that ran the shop was a habitual liar, but she fingered two of her regular customers who weren't even there that day. Two of the two of the other witnesses said no, it wasn't them, um, but they wouldn't let their testimony go to court. So these two guys went to prison for uh, eleven years. During this time, one of the gentlemen, his mother, very old lady, swept, mopped floors, saved $5,000, put an ad in the paper asking for information relating to the individual who killed this police officer and offered a $5,000 reward. Well, the paper that run the ad thought it was interesting. They sent a reporter out to do a story. The reporter, who was Jimmy Stewart, didn't he, he didn't believe that they were framed. But the more he got wrapped up into the story and finding out the truth... Um, the more he was convinced. And he was able to go to Illinois before a pardon board, and at the very last minute, I mean within the last few minutes, was able to procure some evidence that granted them a pardon. Great movie. Call Northside 777. Old black-and-white Jimmy Stewart movie. So there's there's my movie. Hey, you know what else we need to get into? We, we forgot that? it. We, we skipped right over... We forgot the eggs and went right into the biscuits. We got to get into the quotes of the week. So let's jump back and do that. Jim, I'll, okay. I'll let you have first crack at it. Since apparently these are the eggs. Yes, yes. <laughs> on Mercury, a day lasts 1,408 hours, just like every Monday does here on Earth. I don't know about Monday, but tomorrow's going to feel like that for me. Thank you very much. Right. <laughs> yeah. Especially the last five minutes, right? Right. Something like that. Okay, yeah, that's true. Your next the other one. The other one is, what's the best thing about living in Switzerland? Well, the flag's a great big plus. The cheese ain't bad either. Dun dun. <laughs> yeah, right. That's good stuff. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here's a good one. I well, I don't know. This is kind of depressing. I don't even know why I put this in here. I don't believe. <laughs> I don't believe in happy endings, but I do believe in happy travels, because ultimately you die at a very young age, or you live long enough to watch your friends die. It's a mean thing, life. George Clooney. 
along wow yeah along those same lines this gentleman said at my age flowers scare me <laughs> george, <laughs> george burns who right who lived several, i think several years past 100 so here's one i really liked gossip is the devil's radio that's good stuff george harrison of the beatles that's bizarre yeah <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. After all the things that were said about him back in the day. Right. Um this is kind of weird too. When you when you're born you get a ticket to the freak show. When you're born in America, you get a front row seat. George Carlin. Ye yes, yes. And my favorite quote of the week. You can spend tell I spend a lot of time on these. <laughs> right. This is great. This, this ought to be a bumper. Worry is a bumper sticker, not a bumper. Worry is the interest paid by those who borrow trouble. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Who said who said that one? Jo oh, I didn't say that, did I? Our first president George Washington. Worry is the interest paid by those who borrow trouble. That's great stuff. I love that. Okay, are you ready for the weekly game of Who Said It, Jim? Oh, goodness. Okay. Okay, let's do this. Okay, I got five of them for you. A business that makes nothing but money is a poor business. Oh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Zig Ziglar. No. But, yeah, I can see like him saying say. it. Henry Ford. Yeah. Henry Ford. Oh, very good. Yes, here's another good one. I know I'm getting better at golf because I'm hitting fewer spectators. Uh Oh, I was going to say Tiger Woods, but I'm I, I don't want to go with that. No. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like um Oh, for Pete's sake. I'm like wanting to go with like Don yeah. Rickles or or uh or no, no, no. Come on, who's the who's the guy who said uh Take my wife, please. Was that that wasn't Jack Benny, was it? No, 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 no. It was later than Jack. Oh, Benny. Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. No, no. Uh, President, no. are you ready? President. Okay. Gerald Ford. Okay. One. I have another presidential one for you. That's I'm going to give you a hint oh. flat out. Okay. Conscience is the authentic voice of God to you. Your conscience Ronald, is the authentic voice of God to you. Ronald Reagan? Go back about 100 years. Oh, really? Yeah. His I'll give uh, you a hint. His wife was known for her lemonade. Oh, goodness. Now now I'm going to show why I took your dad's class twice. Right. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked it. That's have, my story, and I'm sticking right, with it. Right, right. I have been told that this individual was my great-great-great-uncle. I don't know if that's true or not, but I've been told that. Would it be uh, one of the Adams? No. Rutherford B. Uh, Hayes. Oh, uh, yeah, I was too far back. But I like that quote. Conscience is the authentic voice of, of God. Um, here's a good one. I'm going to give you a, a hint on this one. It's a country singer. Love this quote. A dead-end street is a good place to turn around. Willie Nelson? No. Joe! <laughs> Um, uh, I'll give you a hint. This individual really liked the good old days. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, Grandpa, tell me about the good old days. Ah, uh, what was her name? You got a 50-50 shot here because there were two of them. Uh, uh, Judd. Which one? 
I can only think of one's first name. Yeah. You're probably uh, Winona? right. No. Her mom, no. Naomi. Naomi. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Last one, and I love this quote. I saw this today, and I, I almost fell out of my chair laughing. Time flies like an arrow. Fruit flies like a banana. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, messed up. <laughs> I know. I love it, too. Who do you think said that? Oh, goodness. Uh, time I, flies like an arrow. Fruit flies like a banana. I'll, I'll give uh, you a hint. He also said, outside of a book, a dog is a man's best friend. Inside of a book, oh. it's too dark to read. Oh, goodness. The, uh... I'll give I you. Want, I, I, I want to say. Go ahead. I, I want, okay, go ahead. Give me a hint. I'll give you one final pick. He's associated with an individual that said, This is the best tasting pickle I ever hoid. I got you stumped on okay, this one, so don't I? No, it's not. Uh, we're talking about Grouch. You're referencing. You're getting Groucho warm. Marks. Yes, absolutely. He's the one that said, Time flies like an arrow, fruit flies like a banana. So there you have it. I. I yeah, one out of five. One out of yeah. Who's keeping score? I need to start keeping score. <laughs> that, yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll keep one out of five, <laughs> and once you hit ten, we'll start over. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh wow! Right. <laughs> okay, this is it, folks. This is biscuits and gravy show. This show gets crazier every week. You know that? Yeah. Anyway, okay. Back to the biscuits. 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 Yeah. Uh, let's see. Here's a story about a woman who is suing for the right to drive. This is crazy. I've actually been fighting this here in New Mexico, and I've, I've been snowballed on se several with this by several different excuses and what I believe are untruths. Um, this happened uh, to a woman named Kay Beach of Norman, Oklahoma. She can no longer legally drive a car, not because she's lost either the ability to drive, but because she's unwilling to have a biometric photo taken of her, a photo and information that is managed internationally for far beyond Oklahoma's borders. This is true. There is an organization, I think, down in Florida uh, that houses biometric data that is gathered from all license bureaus pretty much across the state. This is a fact, folks. Uh, you'll be told it's not, but it is a fact. I, I can sp speak to you with firsthand information that I've, I've gotten from a government official. Uh, Beach believed that having such a photo taken, this is where I think she was wrong, would constitutionally uh, not only not only constitute a violation of her freedom of religion as a Christian, but she considers the system to be the mark of the beast. Well, she obviously doesn't know her Bible because that's not how it works. Right. Now, if you want to talk about RFID chips being planted in the hand, we're getting a lot closer that to that. That might right. be the mark of the beast. I saw a video of the first guy in the United States to have a RFID chip implanted into his hand so that he could use it to pay for groceries and meals at restaurants. That, you can't, I don't think you can get any closer to what the mark of the beast actually is. If you read the context of scripture, knowing what it is, it says every man, uh, every person will have the mark of the beast neither in, in their hand or in their forehead, and they shall not buy or sell without it. Hey, can I go out on a limb here? Go out on a limb. I'll try. I'll, and, I'll and, catch and you. This, yeah, just don't You'll cut the catch limb me. off, please. Okay. <laughs> here, here's my thought, and that's all this is. It literally, it literally just occurred to me. Uh huh. Okay. Bible says the mark of the beast. Right. Now I look at I look at that, and the first thing I assume is it's a mark. We talk. We talk 
talk about a, a RFID chip, and I'm going, wow, that's really, really close. And yes, it does leave a mark, but what if the mark of the beast is simply that? It's a mark. Look at all these. Look, have you seen these uh, these scanners that yeah. they've got now? These uh, these codes, and and you can like read them with your phone and whatnot. Yeah, and they're I, like I, these weird. We've, we've talked about that on the show about the apps that use those. I use them. I love it going what to Walmart if, and I can't find a price and I scan it and get the price. What if? What if? What if that technology is used to access your bank account? Yeah. And so they have a scanner that they scan that. You punch in whatever pin code or whatever. And that's how it's done. That way, it's not an RFID chip. It is information that's kept on the cloud that accesses your bank account, and all the mark is is a mark. That could be, or it could be a combination of the two for different types Absolutely. of readers. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I just, I just, it just occurred to me. I'm just thinking out loud. I'm not married sure. to that idea. Can't prove it. Wouldn't preach it. But there it is. I, I remember decades ago. Uh, when the laser scanners hit the supermarkets and a lot of Christians came unglued because they thought that that uh, was technology that would lead to the mark of the beast. It kind of was, I think it could have been um, technology that could go there. Cause I mean, there were, I remember seeing Jack T. Schick or some, some other comic book or something with people with these barcodes, you know, tattooed on their foreheads. Um, yeah. Jack, Jack Chick tracks. There, there was one, and there was another guy that wrote a, a book about it too. I can't remember his name, and I can't even remember the name of the book. But yeah. So anyway, I, I don't think that this biometric measures are the mark of the beast or have anything to do with the mark of the beast. I do believe, though, that they are an extreme, unconstitutional violation of privacy. They are a search and seizure done without your knowledge. You think they're not done with your knowledge? Next time you go to get your driver's license photo taken. And they ask you to remove your glasses, ask them why. They will never tell you because it's we take biometric measures. The answer, the patent answer you'll get is it helps us prevent identity theft. That is the patent answer. I knew a young lady that went to get her first driver's license. She went in. They told her to remove her glasses. They actually told her this. It's in case you die, your parents will find it easier to identify your body. Makes no sense at all. I think some of these people that work at the DMV, well, quite honestly, some of them, not in our state, of course. I love the, I love our DMVs here. They, they're, they're great. Uh, they, they're fantastic. But some of these people, and it doesn't matter what business you're in, they like messing with you, you know. Yes. And, and they're devious. Um, so anyway, kind of like the post office with tanks, I guess, as one guy said. But anyway. <laughs> That's why the post office doesn't drive tanks. We got some great mailmen in this town too. I'm real good friends with one of them. He does charity work every year. Does fantastic. Does fantastic stuff. But anyway, that's that story. Uh, going back to the tracker, Jim. Let's see. Oh, I love this story. You're ready for this? This is big news. Macy's. What the do we got? The department store Macy's. They have quit donating to Planned Parenthood. Oh. Yep. Oh. Oh. Standing ovation, right? And more than just and more than just a golf clap. Way to go! And here's even better news. Are you ready for this? The even better than that. Yes, the Trump team is looking for a place to put an embassy in Jerusalem. Now, how does that make I you like feel? It. I like it. I like it a lot. You know, I I gotta say, Trump is the only one that has 
really showed an affection and love for um, for Israel. He really is. And I think that it was the hand of God that caused him to win the election. I really do, especially the hand of God. And the, re- and the reason we didn't believe it was because we were told all these lies about, oh, he doesn't have a chance and everything. But there has to be something about a man who, who God can bless unbelievers. There's no doubt about that. If he didn't, Trump wouldn't be who he is because he's obviously been blessed throughout his life. Um, but I, I'm kind of with John Hagee on this from what I've heard and read about what he said about it. He, you know, here's a man, God will bless those who bless Israel. That, that's a biblical principle. Am I, am I right? Yes. Yeah. So I think, and here's the other thing that I firmly believe. I don't think this miracle's over. I know that there are people out there trying to persuade the Electoral College to turn their votes against him. I saw uh, an ad on Facebook today by all these has-been celebrities. I think they dug up Loretta Swit from some uh, unknown cemetery somewhere. You remember Loretta Swit, right? Hot Lips Houlihan. Yep. Hot Lips oh, Houlihan. Oh, she looked terrible. Mash. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. She she looked bad. She looked like she had a makeover in a in a in a funeral home. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. But I'm bum. But. All of them talking about you don't have to vote for Hillary, but don't vote for Donald Trump. You can you can elect somebody else, and I'm thinking you know what? And and here's the other thing too. They were saying that the reason the electoral college was made, the founding fathers knew that should somebody win, they could change their vote to keep somebody that was unqualified from getting into office. No, that's not why it was made. It was made so that the the smaller parts of America that were overpopulated. With the compared to the rest of America, you're talking about places like Farmville, USA, uh, places right. like I live in Alamogordo. So we wouldn't be ruled by people with the mentality of those areas where everything is taxation control. I think the founding fathers got that. You live in a in an incorporated area, you're you're gonna have restrictions. You're gonna have red tape. You live on your farm, not so much. Now I'm. My apologies to the farmers out there, because I know you're regulated to death, too. But it's a different kind of regulation. No excuse for it, but it's still a different kind. Um, I'll, I'll give you an example. The zoning codes. You can't run a business out of your house, out of your own home, without first getting a city business license. You can't even sell Avon over the Internet in a lot of places. without a city. Seriously? Yes. Yep. There are some places especially in the Northeast, you can't even collect rainwater without getting arrested because the state laws have deemed that rainwater is property of the state. People have been arrested for this. So That's insane. It is. It's absolutely insane. I've got... I know somebody who is building a, a very, very small pond on their property. One of these government... I think it was the EPA. One of these government agencies flew over, which you'll be surprised. They do quite frequently, take aerial photographs to look for changes. They saw that he was putting in a very small pond for him and his boys to fish in. They sent him a letter telling him to stop and fill it up or he could face extreme fines and prison. You, It used to be, when I was a kid, I remember asking my dad, how, how would people get the lakes and ponds on their property? And he said, well, a lot of people just dig a hole and let them you know, fill up with rainwater or they have water pumped in. He said, it's the easiest thing in the world to do. Not anymore. But our founding fathers created the Electoral College not to 
discount the popular vote, but to ensure that the president was somebody who had everybody's interest at heart. That was the principle behind the Electoral College. Nothing more, nothing less. I didn't quite understand this until recently, and I began to do a little bit of study researching, asking some politicians about how this works. I'm 46 years old. I knew how it worked mechanically. I just didn't know how it worked underneath those layers. That's my thoughts on that. So, any comments, Jim? I'll get off my soapbox now. Nope, nope, you motor on. Okay, this is going to make I'm, you... I'm, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> go ahead, you go I was ahead. just going to say, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm white-knuckled and waiting for what's next. Oh, man. The right to live. This is just crazy, and this makes me sick. Thank you, Obama, for this, because I'm sure this has something to do with Obamacare. This last October, a terminally ill California mother, Stephanie Packer, hoped to be the face of the right to live movement after revealing that her insurance company denied coverage for a drug that would extend her life. In the very same notification, they disclosed that if she would, as an alternative, uh, like to pursue this route, her suicide drugs were covered and even disclosed her copay for those drugs, which, by the way, were $1.20. I'm... Uh, speechless. That, this is where we're at, Jim. We're not going to help you live, but if you'd like to end your life, yeah, well, we're we're done with that. Hey, seriously? I'll tell you what this is. Some buzzard up there. That's what they are. They're buzzards, vultures. Um, said, well, this is expensive, but hey, you know what? We can stop all payments from here on out if she takes this route. Let's offer it to her. Just it starts. To, it starts to sound like. Do you remember that movie back in the seventies called Logan's Run? Yes. Was that where the prisoners had to compete in a game show? No. Okay. Wrong. Then I, then I no, don't remember it. There was there was there was a movie called Logan's Run, and then there was a TV series that ran for I think it, it was one episode maybe. Right. Basically, the idea was is that in this post-apocalyptic utopian type of a society. In their infinite wisdom, the powers that be have decided that nobody over the age of 30 is to be trusted and or live. Okay. So Sounds familiar at now. the At the age of 30, these people, and it's a, it's a science fiction story, these people would have this little gem in the palm of one of their hands, and when, it, when they hit 30 and the gem was blinking red, they were to report to this place called Carousel, and they'd start to levitate. They, they'd all had this weird outfit they'd put on that like obscured their gender and their identity and they'd all start to levitate up until they touched this thing that looked like a crystal star above them and then they'd get incinerated and that was how that's how they went out but you know it was yeah life isn't worth living after 30 um kill them all but the, the story of logan's run ended up being no they ended up escaping and found out that people do live after 30 and life can be good right Right. I will tell you this, and I've heard it said by other people, and I have found it true. My life really didn't kick it into high gear until I hit 40. Um, I, hit, I had some trauma, uh, emotional trauma, right near my 40th birthday. But after I recovered from that, I found out I was a much better man for it. Um, so anyway, there goes that. Hey, we got to get into the biscuits because we got those segments that we got to cover. Thanks to Joe, that guy, Martin. We talked about Joe, last last guy, week. Yeah, Martin. we're gonna have to do like a, a 
button with like the hallelujah chorus behind it with his name in it that would be great there you go um we talked about he he recommended that we do the good deed of the week segment um he sent us one this week this is about an 11 year old boy uh that foiled a kidnapping of a, a young girl i'll read the story this is coming from fox news uh, this young man named T.J. Smith, age 11, said he was playing outside his home in Wichita Falls, Texas, this last Saturday when he saw a man snatch a little girl who was riding a scooter. At first, he thought the man was the girl's uncle. He quickly noticed something was not right, and he began to chase the man down. Police were—I'm I'm shortening the story. They were able to apprehend him, which he uh, intended, uh, or he disclosed his intentions, which I'm not going to repeat on the air. Uh, what he was planning to do. This this young man saved this girl's life. There's no doubt about it. Um, so, yeah. T.J. Smith of Wichita Falls, Texas. Our Good Deed of the Week Award. So, here's my Good Deed of the Week if you want to do a good deed. Now, I got this inspiration from my Uncle Kenny. Get a diet soda and a nutrition bar for a homeless person. If you can, if there are some in your community, I know some communities don't have them. Alamogordo is is uh, has quite a few of them. This is something Seth and I do when we go to Walmart. We'll see them camping out on the corner. We'll go in, and before we leave, Seth likes, hey, let's get a bottle of water or uh, diet soda for the uh, gentleman outside. We'll usually pick up an energy bar or uh, one of those plastic wrapped sandwiches as well. We always get diet diet soda because if we do get a soda, because we don't know if they're diabetic or anything like that. We we'd hate to hurt them. So, but uh, here's here's another thing. I think we talked about this last week. Pick a family or somebody to help for Christmas. Good stuff. Boy, I can't believe how fast this show's going, Jim. We've only got a few minutes left. Um, weekly, oh, the weekly strange law. This is this is from here, Jim. This might be a good law anywhere. Um, okay. Carrizozo, New Mexico, just down the street from me. It's uh, they filmed a few movie movies there. Uh, what was the name of the movie with Denzel Washington? It was a apocalyptic movie where he was trying to save a book. Do you remember the that? The Book of Eli. The Book it of was Eli. The Bible. It was filmed in Carrizozo, just down the road from me. The quote, the law from there is, it's forbidden for a female to p- appear unshaven in public. <laughs> Somewhere wow. there's, a, there's a story there. There's got to be. Yeah. Let's see if I can't dig that up sometime. I go to Carrizozo every few months, so... Weekly fact, uh, strange but true fact, New Mexico, the New Mexico State University had its first graduating class in 1893, the, the period of the Old West, right? They only had one student, but unfortunately, he was shot and killed right before graduation. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. So, tombstone all over Im- again. So Imagine the headline. Yeah. Yeah. Entire class of, what was it, 1883, 18, you said? 1893, yeah, the entire, 1893. Yeah. The, entire, the entire graduating class of 1893 was shot and killed. Sounds yep. a lot Sounds a lot worse that way. It does. <laughs> it was worse for him, I'll tell you then. Uh, <laughs> there's another, it's the first degree that was ever gotten and never used. Oh, oh no. I'm sorry, was it, that was terrible. Was it first degree or No, the I guess it depends first, on whether it was premeditated you know, or not. Well, no, what I mean by that, the first diploma, <laughs> you know, ninety like ninety six percent of people who graduate never use the diploma, the field that they studied and the actual field they work. So that was the first case of that. So anyway, 
that was right. Really I'm, go- bad. I'm going for the. I'm going for the. It all depends on whether it was premeditated or not. I don't know. Maybe I got a friend. First I'll, degree, second. I got degree. a friend. He might know about that. So, oh, a weird criminal of the week, or weird. Yeah, one of them's dead. A 23-year-old man in Tampa, Florida, was hanging out with his cousin. It doesn't say where, but nearby, wherever they were, I'm assuming it was inside of a, somebody's house, a friend's house, or something. They found a gun and a bulletproof vest. According to the police, the first man slipped on the vest and said he wondered if it still worked. His cousin oh, picked no. up the gun and said, let's see. Boom. Mm. Uh, the 24-year-old man has been charged with manslaughter. I got nothing. I got nothing. Um, I'm betting you that it was a flak jacket and not a bulletproof. Could be. Because yeah. sometimes you can pick up one as, and think well, that it's the other. And Well, here's another thing, yeah. too. Those bulletproof vests have expiration dates on them. Oh, They're, really? Yeah. Now, that's not to say they won't work after the expiration date, but it's not to say that they will either. It's kind of like, if you get shot, at this point, we're no longer responsible. I, I will tell you a real quick funny story. I work for uh, the city of Stover, Missouri as a patrolman, and I was a reserve on the weekend for the Miller County Sheriff's Department, uh, the next county over. Um, Stover issued me a, a bulletproof vest. I would wear it while I was on duty for Miller County. Police chief came to me and said, are you wearing your vest that we issued you over when you worked Miller County? I said, yeah, I am. He said, I don't want you. You, you can't do that anymore. I said, why not? Well, he said, if you get shot while you're working for them over there, we have to replace the vest. It's exactly what he said to me. Say, say, run that by me again. Okay. He said, if I get shot while I'm wearing the Stover issued vest in Miller County, they have to replace the vest. And they would rather, if they had to replace the vest, I get shot in Stover. <laughs> wow. I know. Wow. I know. I are just, you, are you, are you feeling the love? I'm feeling the love, man. I know that was crazy. I and there's there's witnesses to this day. One of them is my Facebook friends. He knows about this. This is absolutely crazy. So anyway, that's that's where we're at on that. So I know last week I said I was going to prank call Jack Lord's phone number. It's been a seriously busy week. I will do that for a future show. Unfortunately, I must apologize. Um, can't do it this. I didn't wasn't able to do it this week. So we will do that later. Um, let's see. Jim, have you used any um, apps recently? I fiddled with one. I didn't have a chance to look at it too much. Yeah. Give me just a second here. I'll pull it up. Okay. Well, while you're doing that, I've got three of them I can cover real quick. Okay. If For those of you who have Windows 10 and like Cortana, you can get it for your iPhone now. I got it on there. I played around with it a little bit. Not too impressed. There's another app called Skyview, which is really cool. You download it, you put the put it it works with your camera, you put it up in the sky, it shows you exactly where stars are, constellations and even satellites. It's really cool. I've I've used that one before. That's awesome. It is an awesome app. There's another good app if you like doing audio recordings such as Gemini. Um it's called the Handy Recorder by Zoom. Now it says it works with the Handy Recording accessories, but it will also work with your onboard microphone. On your phone. It's great for capturing little tidbits, kids talking, you know, getting your nephew or your niece to tell a joke. Fun stuff. Fun stuff that you can always put on SoundCloud and then post to Facebook. Jim, did you pull your app up? Okay. I got. A, actually, I've got a few of them here that are okay. really cool. I think, cool. I think I've 
mentioned, um, and I'm not a big game person, but I'm there's not this one that's that's kind of cool. It's called Zen Koi. Yeah, you've mentioned that on the show before. Okay, then I'll move right on. And um, I played it. You like that? To be honest with you, I kind of got into it for a few minutes and then I lost interest. Gotcha. Um, well, that's fair enough. Uh, here's here's a good one um, for for those looking for a devotional, a good devotional. Uh, Spurgeon's Morning and Evening. Okay. Which is uh, uh, Charles Haddon Spurgeon wrote wrote uh, Morning and Evening. It's got a devotional for both morning and evening, hence the title, uh, for every day of the year. Very good. Another one for men with facial hair. Hmm. Put out by put out by Phillips is um, simply called uh, simply called grooming, and it's by it's by the uh, the Phillips company. Uh, another one that's really useful. Well, it's useful if you have use for it, but um, it's good I if you like it. Very. <laughs> it's good if you like it. Yeah, it's 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 okay if you like that sort of thing. It's called uh, magnifier camera. Oh, okay. And it automatically turns your light on on your on your uh, your your phone, and it magnify. It does really a really good job of magnifying, but it will also allow you to take a picture. Now I've used this at work, and um, it's 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 good stuff. Okay. But uh, that's probably enough to get me out of trouble for now, huh? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You 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 get a B plus, you know, and on the I curve you go to an A. So. All right. Oh no 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 no. See. <laughs> okay. I, I yeah. got more than that. Okay. Cool. Moving right along. Yeah, moving right along. It is time to wrap up the biscuits and gravy show. I'm Jason Kurtman. On the other end with me, you've been listening to the wisdom, and and what else, Jim? Wisdom and. Tomfoolery. Tomfoolery Tom of. of uh, he's more wisdom, I'm more tomfoolery, of Jim Nelson. Uh, we will uh, say a good day, good night, whatever it might be for you. Thank you for joining us. Jim, you get the last word, I promise. And you, and you know what the word is? Don't forget to put your Amber Alerts on your phone. The life you save may be somebody that you care for.